a bonus tip for you on today's Hometime Podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Go on. What are you, uh, what is your phone like for retaining battery charge? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. So, do you find you have to recharge your phone fairly often? Sometimes I can be looking at YouTube videos or whatever online and I'll be having to recharge my phone within about three hours. A uh, little tip for you is thus. When you charge your phone back up, yeah. put it on low battery power mode and it will okay. charge quicker. What? This phone in front of me right now that I'm holding here yeah. was on 19% 20 minutes ago. It's now on 67%. How do you put it on low battery power mode? What is that? Settings, yeah. battery, low power mode. I didn't even know there was a low power mode. Maybe. This is like a really dishevelled trip to the uh, Apple Genius Bar or something like that. I wonder whether the Apple Genius Bar has sort of like a, a, a tertiary level. Yeah. So you can either choose to see the genius... Or just like... What, what's just below? A chancer. <laughs> yeah, the chancer Like bar. Mike, he doesn't really <laughs> yeah. know what he's talking about, but he, he's convincing enough. He seems yeah. to back it up. He's had iPhones for ten years. He knows what they do, yeah. Spit on the back of that, mate. Spit <laughs> on the back of the thing, right? That'll come off. That, that battery will last you an hour or... Don't tr- you know? You can't quote me on it, but spit on the back of that. <laughs> There's an idea for Jobsy. Here you go, and here's the show. Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. More music than ever on the Absolute Radio. No repeat guarantee with the Chili Peppers on Hometime with Bush and Richie. Supercharged from six this evening yeah. with David Tennant as our guest. Hell yeah! I'm quite shattered though. I'm excited about speaking to David later on, but I'm quite shattered. Uh, and it's totally my own fault because I stayed up to watch the Super Bowl last night, uh, which is quite a late one. I think it started at half ten, went the way right the way through to like three o'clock, half three in the morning. I woke at half past three uh, with a baby-induced wake-up today. Yeah. Checked my phone for sports news at half past three. Why would I do that? But instinct. It had just finished by then. So if you stayed up for that, oh. I mean, I'd had about five hours sleep by that point. You must be shattered. Well, I don't know what. I, I, I'm kind of annoyed with myself for doing it, even. It was brilliant, and I'm glad I did. It's stupid, it's reckless because I have a five month old daughter that won't go to sleep. Do you know what yeah. I mean? She wakes up, kids are up at the crack of dawn, they don't give you a bit of a lie in because they know you've been up watching the Super Bowl. They're still up at half six or whatever. And in just in terms of background to it, I've got into American football probably over the past couple of seasons because my team Everton have ruined my interest in soccer. <laughs> okay, so I thought let's find someone else kind of fallen in love with American football and it was brilliant it was really good last night but I'm really really tired I'm really I am I would say like a toddler I don't have anyone else's feeling today if you stayed up as well I feel overtired you know when, when a toddler might fall asleep having just played with something yes I feel like that you could have some kind of sleep apnea I feel like I was going on. chatting I genuinely feel like I might be overtired I guess so, how much sleep did you have last night? Once it's finished, uh-huh. let's call it half past three for, for argument's sake, what mm-hmm. time did you then go to bed and then wake up properly? Uh, I think I went to sleep at half three. My daughter was awake at six. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, this really right now is actually the worst possible time of the day for you, really, isn't it? I'm kind of really on my way down. I'm, I've, I've hit myself with so many coffees. <laughs> it's quite a while until I can have my tea later on. So, like I say, overtired. I thought we'd just launch a little pop-up thing for the next 20 minutes on this show called the NFL Red Eye Club. So, and you know, you must have people in your workplace. I mean, some people have had the foresight to take the day off work. Clever. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, but if, you, uh, if you're tired because you've been up for watching the Super Bowl, 
get in touch now, 8.12.15. Or, I mean, I was just saying to some of the guys earlier on, I haven't stayed up for something in a long time. <laughs> I think the last time I stayed up for something was a Ricky Hatton fight. So if you stayed up for whatever reason for something over the, in the past couple of weeks, get in touch now and join the NFL Red Eye Club. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio on a Monday night. It's Hometime with Bush and Richie. I feel like the music's having a pop at me now. Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics. <laughs> uh, we've just launched the NFL Red Eye Club. If you stayed up to watch the Super Bowl last night like me, get in touch now, 8, 12, 15. We'll share the pain. Uh, Nathan and Samantha from South Wales. My wife and I are big New Orleans Saints fans. We stayed up last night to watch the most boring Super Bowl since Super Bowl oh. 50. Come on, look, I just, just as a side, first of all, they're, they're Saints fans. So they've obviously had their noses put out of joint because the Rams beat them with a really sketchy call towards <laughs> the end of the game. Uh, the championship match. However, if anyone says to you that it was the most boring Super Bowl of all time last night, that mean for me is a red flag. They don't understand American football. <laughs> it was a tactical master. It was a tactical masterclass. One for the purists. Uh, hey Bush, if you're done with football, because you refer to uh, being into uh, American football because of uh, Everton at the moment, it says you should check out Roller Derby. Best <laughs> thing ever. I've That's just... made up though, isn't it? Roller Derby. No, I've just looked this up on YouTube. It appears to be two teams roller skating around in a ring. Um, it's in really America, is it America? It is in America, yeah. Portland, this particular one that I've seen. It's like it, but on roller skates and far more physical. Trying really? to barge each other. It's incredible, yeah. Is it a bit like, I used to love the film Rollerball. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. A little bit like that. Is it violent? Or? I, it, it appears to be violent in my eyes, yes. Well, listen, I, 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 like I say, I've fallen into the arms of American football because Everton have destroyed my weekends. Yes. No offence to Arsenal, but it looks like they're heading towards the... If you want to join me in the rollerball thing, <laughs> let's get involved in the roller derby. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. Alex is hanging on to talk to us. Alex, explain what goes on in your house then late Friday, early Saturday. It's an absolute ritual in our house. So the Americans see it before us. And then straight away in this country, we get it at one thirty in the morning. So my son and I will either stay up. So yeah, Alex, yeah. just to interrupt, I presume you're talking about the Super Bowl, like a big main event like that, yeah? Uh, it's far more important than the Super Bowl. What? What? It's RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, the most important sporting event in history, like ever. Wow. So sorry, carry on. What? Tell us about the ritual then. What happens? Yeah. So the ritual is we either stay up till 1.30 in the morning to watch it straight after it's aired in the US or we go to bed, put an alarm on and get up and watch it. I even cook a full English breakfast for us to eat while we're watching it. Alex, wow. it's not really a programme that I watch. <laughs> uh, what, well, what, time would it be on, what time would it be on like for normal people? Still 1.30 in the morning, but you can record it like I do if my son is away for whatever reason, then I will record it. I will sneakily watch it before him, but then watch it again and act surprised. Do you know what, though, right? A part of me thinks you're crazy, but the other side of me thinks, you know what, what a lovely kind of mother-son thing to do is like a little... True. You know, I love the idea of having a fry-up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. That sounds amazing. Right, and we get really sad when the series is finished, mainly because we don't get our extra breakfast. Oh. (laughs) Alex, uh, Alex, lovely to speak to you. Sashay away. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
Other alternatives that have been suggested here include uh, roller derby. Uh, Elaine waiting to explain to us, uh, what is roller derby? It's a full contact sport on roller skates. So you have two packs of four blockers and a jammer that has to get through those packs. <laughs> Wait a second. And... I, th- I feel like you've gone straight into jargon here, Elaine. <laughs> I mean, I tried to describe it as looking like uh, a very violent game of it on roller skates. So what's, what's a blocker, what's a jammer? Okay, a blocker is a defensive player and a jammer is the person that tries to get through those three or four blockers. And like American football, we uh, play offense and defense at the same time. Wow. So we use our whole we use our whole bodies to basically either tactically position ourselves or hit people. What what is the actual point of the game? How, how do you win in roller derby then? What what what's the point? Okay, the it's a, played on a noble track and the jammer goes tries to get through the opposing wall then they do a whole lap of the track and then every time they get past another a block an opposing blocker's hit then they score a point I've I've lost, lost, I've lost. Lost. Uh, this isn't meant to be a naive question uh, how come andy and i have not heard of this and could we play it you could there's men's teams as well as women's teams and co-ed um it's the fastest growing women's sport in the world is it so, really that is actually unbelievable it is in fairness, yeah, there have been lots of roller derbists that have come out of the uh, woodwork over the last half an hour, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're big. I mean, in Kent, we take part in, you know, European games and there's a British championship as well. Wow, so, so someone living in Kent could have the women's team equivalent of Barcelona on their doorstep and they didn't even realise <laughs> it for roller derby. Yep, yep. I mean, it's absolutely huge. And t- finally, tell us the name of your team so people can check it out. It's Kent Roller Girls. We're based in Herne Bay in Kent. Uh, we've got an open day on the 10th of February. So, I mean, if you guys want to come down and have a go, you'd be more than welcome. Hey, well, we're in Margate for racing Sinclair C5s tomorrow, so let's do some roller derby while we're at let's it. Let's do it. That's sorted then. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. David Tennant then after six. Something a little bit different right now. <laughs> um, do you love a trip to the tip? Oh, I love going to the tip. Is it a bit... What is it? Is it me time? Is it what? Is it going there? Is it the place? Is it part of the community? What I is wonder, it? I wonder whether it's actually the freedom to, to chuck things and chuck Hurl things them. resulting... Things that you wouldn't normally chuck yeah. and they generally land with a resounding crash, bang or wallop. I think there's something quite cathartic in that. Is it bad that sometimes I get a bit of a kick out of putting stuff in the wrong section? That's bad. I sometimes I just don't think, like that behaviour. I just think, oh, I've got away with it. No, 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 I look at people like you and I despise. Would you dob me in if you saw me do it? <laughs> I would to one of the, would you? One of the chaps in the fluorescent jackets I would absolutely that, would that is how the second world war started I, <laughs> I went to um, I went to my local tip on uh, Sunday afternoon Whoa. and could not believe my eyes when I saw a sign that said this tip is closing oh no what cutbacks that's what I thought yeah oh you just see those those critical words and then you read on and see this t- this tip is closing for 12 months I'm thinking all right yeah. I'm okay so, all right, I'll go somewhere else to tell them. What's going on? And then I read the full sign. Go on. This tip is closing for 12 months, where it's going to be redone and turned into a brand new super tip. Super tip. I have never heard wow. of this term in my life, but I am so excited 
that. <laughs> I've never even heard. I didn't even know that was a thing, a super tip. What goes on at a super tip? What is a super tip? I, don't, I feel like I've been missing out on a super tip. We've just been. That makes my tip just seem run, run of the mill tip. I'm not trying to play tip trop, tump, uh, trop trumps here. I can't yeah. even say it. It's not even a thing. <laughs> He's too excited about the super tip. <laughs> but, like. Maybe you live in a town that has a super tip already. Okay, so so I I would love to know if you have any intel whatsoever what I can expect in 12 months. Are there going to be fireworks? Is there neon signs? Maybe the guys on, or whatever, the people who work on the the gate, normally your run-of-the-mill tip, they're horrible most of the time. They they might put on a show and a dance or something like that. I don't know. They might have a concierge just (laughs) make your way over to uh, (laughs) lane number four, so we'll help you with that. That That's an amazing thing. Yes. So how... How far off is this? You've got 12 months to 12 wait. 12 months, but the old one hasn't even shut yet. Man, we're after some intel big time then, aren't we? Do you, would it be wrong to use the power of the show and the producers to actually contact East Hertfordshire Council <laughs> and ask what is a super tip? I feel your entire career has been building up to this moment. <laughs> Seriously, though, if you can find anything out about a super tip. Maybe you live near a super tip. Maybe you are a super tip. 81215 to text us. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And as we said before, if you listen to the station, one of our little brother digital stations, Absolute Radio 90s, you've got excellent taste, but you also, as of today, need to just do a little retune, hit that button on your digital radio that says rescan or something like that, because as of today, Absolute Radio 90s has got a brand new home. We don't want you to miss out. So my local tip is closing down, but it's not bad news because there's a sign-up promising a brand-new super tip opening in 12 months' time. This is amazing. This is like when my mum and dad discovered that like a brand-new cinema complex was due to open up in Trowbridge, where they <laughs> live. They told everybody about it. I presume you're telling everyone you know about the super tip. I have tip. been. I have been. We're just a bit short on details for the super tip. Big time, because I don't even know what the concept of a super tip is. A tip is a tip. That's part of the charm of what makes that little 25-minute tip, a trip to the tip, a really exciting thing. Well, let's allow, allow our imaginations collectively to run wild because at the moment we're light on details for what a super tip is so think about the tip environment the tip experience and take it to that next level how would you make it better maybe for example round of applause (laughs) cheers when you throw something in well there's a text that says wakefield has a super tip you can discard anything and yes they have lanes and numbered bays to qualify for the name super (laughs) it's got to be better than that it's got to be a lot better come on you can do better than this folks give us some information here 8 12 15 kings of leon are next Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Look at that, it's nearly half five. Uh, metaphorically at the tip right now, my local tip being closed down for 12 months to be converted into a super tip. The excitement wow. is palpable. I'm so happy for you guys. Thank you. I really am. But what is a super tip? And Bushy was confessing earlier, he's one of those goes, uh, guys who goes down there and just uh, slings stuff in any old thing. Well, look, I would say 80% of the stuff, 90% put it in the right bit, but sometimes I get a little kick, a little, little bit of a buzz off putting the wrong thing in the wrong section. Text message here. <laughs> Bush, I'm disappointed. It is my job to regulate tips. Oh. If I... I arrive and I see what we in the waste game call a non-conforming item in the wrong container, they will get a slap on the wrist for mixing waste streams. You, sir, are an absolute menace. I'll say back to him, snitches get stitches. (laughs) You'll end up in refuse, mate. Watch out. Uh, Anonymous here. I don't know why you're keeping anonymous. There's only tips. I think a super tip is raised, so you drive up a ramp to a platform that's the same height and there are walkways in between. I mean... No, That's not no. Super. Richie's being promised. It's taken right two bits of information. You've been promised a super tip. Yeah, it's going to take him a year to convert it. Yeah, that's not raised.
season with walkways. Come on. It's not a race platform. Richard Godfrey says, surely Super Tip is where bad Superman fought Clark Kent in Superman 3. <laughs> Do you know what? He's posted a video. He's got a point. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Kelly from Accrington, a super tip is obviously where you can convert your rubbish into <laughs> Robot Wars-type creatures and battle for glory. Oh, my God, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Oh, I'd love that. Be that, up there every weekend. I would lo- wouldn't you love to make a combat robot? Out of stuff that you found in a refuse site. Hey, we're always after ideas on this show. That'd be so. I'm trying to think now. That, do you remember the name of one of the robots of Robot Wars? The one that always used to. It's a killer lot. It's a killer lot. Well done, oh, Richie. I love that show. Misspent youth for you right there. Uh, Dave Beasley says, I think this, this text has suffered from autocorrect nightmares. It says, Super Tip. That lass off the TV is there and slaps a bit of paint and white gloss all over your Rubinho and gives you cash for it. <laughs> now, we just Googled him. He's a Brazilian football player. <laughs> he is, can't, yeah. um, That must have auto-corrected to Rubinho. He's not going to be down the tip, is he? He's not going to be covered in gloss. Let us know what that actually was. Uh, Jack B finally texts, Bush, is really uh, Richie really that dull, or is he a character? <laughs> the tip, the weather, the sensible shoes, his top button, train photography, the smart reader. Oh, it's dangerous to fall asleep at the wheel. That's not fair. I tell you what, though, Richie, he's remembered every single thing you said. There you go. It has an effect. Hometime with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. Big day. Huge day. This has kind of crept up on us. Yeah. Tomorrow is the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race. Rearrange those words, you get the yeah, exact I, I, name of the competition. I've got a feeling that Seafront is meant to be a little bit yeah. further, further forward up, than the Further tail. up, further yeah, up. Yeah. It's the Great British Seafront Sinclair C5 Race. Race. That's right. Me and Richie versus Dave and Matt from Breakfast, head-to-head in Sinclair C5. So this is Dave Berry's dream. Uh, it is, this, isn't is, it? this is as I understand it, and he is is uh, invited you and I uh, to take part in this uh, race, which is going to uh, take place Margate Seafront uh, mm. tomorrow. Yep. Never been in a Sinclair C5, have you? No, I just know that they're very, very low to the ground, and that surprisingly, you have to pedal. I thought it was an entirely battery powered operation. I think it's like you see sometimes uh, those adverts for those bikes you can get where it's got like a little electric motor, yeah. but if you want to top it up with a bit of pedal work, Oh. I think that's what's going on there. Some bloke got chucked out of the Tour de France a couple of years ago because he had a secret motor in his uh, in his bike. Do you remember you this guy? definitely got chucked out if you were in a Sinclair C5 in the Tour David, de France. You could try and make it look like a, a bike with cardboard, <laughs> but, you know, it's not going to fool that many people. So what are our tactics tomorrow? Because we've had a very busy couple of weeks. I haven't really had a proper chance to think about it. We don't even know what the route looks like. Dyson's been very, um, I don't know, he's, he's taken all the information for himself. He's a very competitive man. There's talk of a Dyson. hairpin bend after about 10 metres. Well, listen, if I am paid a certain amount of money, I'll take the other two out and you can just cruise on the victory. <laughs> I've looked at the weather forecast. Uh, obviously it's been wet today. It's still going to be damp tomorrow. Do Sinclair C5s have wet tyres? Yeah, we'll put slicks on, something yeah. like that, see what happens. <laughs> well, I would say find out tomorrow, but we, we've signed a special agreement to say that we can't give away the ending. Yeah, some kind of affidavit, so we're taking taking part in it, but you won't find out on this show what happens. Pray for us tomorrow morning, we'll try and bring home the bacon for you. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Biffy Clyro on Absolute Radio. Before that, Boo Radley's Hometime with Bush and Ritchie, and we are joined by a very special guest. David Turner, welcome to Absolute Radio. Thanks very much. It's nice to be here. It's good to have you on Home oh. Time. What would you normally be doing at exactly this time of the day? Four o'clock? Um, school from pick up. Some six o'clock. Kind of, some kind of school pick up. You like the school run? You into the school run? Well, thing? It's, I don't know if one actively likes it. One, yeah. it. It's fine. I don't dislike it. It's one of the things you've got to do, isn't it? My daughter's nine, and yeah. she doesn't like me now hanging out with them. You know, when they queue to go into the school. Oh, right. Right, that, right. I like cramp her style, so yeah. I just wonder whether uh, is that early on for a kid to want to disassociate themselves. It depends on the kid, doesn't it? It does. I have one that likes kisses and cuddles and all that as they go in, and another one that would rather flail their own <laughs> skin off. <laughs> I tell you what, they don't like. They don't like you driving down to uh, pick them up for the weekend and uh, falling asleep in the car park behind the school. Oh yeah, and then exiting with oh. all their friends <laughs> and walking up, and there's their dad asleep in the car. Like, they don't like that one, no like, matter what the age. Like you found an open car. Yeah, <laughs> it's got in. Crawled in. Yeah, Daddy lives in the Nissan Micro. <laughs> it's a polo, actually. Uh, yeah. David, it's brilliant to have you on the show. Just got to let you into a really quick thing here that happened okay. just before you arrived. Okay. We were testing the microphones. Yeah. And you'll want to hear this because we were just trying to get a taster for how the sounds would be in the studio. Have yeah. a little listen to Richie Firth's amazing... Hey, hey, hold on. You've got to have a listen oh, to this. What? I think yeah, David needs on. to hear this. Come on, Richie. Right let's hear stuff. it. Here we go, here we go. Okay, this is me, one, two, one, two. Richie, your microphone. This is bad uh, three, form. Four, three, this four. is bad form. Can you just uh, test David's uh, microphone as well? Yeah. He'll this be is... sitting over there. Uh, uh, this is me, David Tennant. How what? are you, Andy? Okay, that's, that's not bad, I is it, sound a little How drunk. How does he sound? What does he sound like? Well, it depends what role he's playing. He's Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Uh, ah, Doctor Who, was, it was less <laughs> It was less Scottish. <laughs> um, but more Irish. Hardy <laughs> and Broadchurch was a little bit Scottish, but more gravelly. What about that, David? That's, that's so Richie good. doing your voices there. Yeah, the right. Broadchurch one was pretty good. Do you know what? That is, first of all, that's bad form. But secondly, the more <laughs> I then, I stand by those impressions. I thought Hardy was actually quite good. <laughs> Alec Hardy wasn't bad. Doctor <laughs> Who was a little uh, leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he'd found a pot of gold rather than a TARDIS. Do you I know think. what? I mean, maybe you can, I'm going to defend myself. This interview has not started off how I thought it would, by uh, the Well, way. it really does. I'm <laughs> going to defend myself here, but it's getting into the acting a little bit. Um, I always find find as someone who I think is gifted with voices. Yeah. Unbelievable. That Are you, you referring to yourself, then? He is. Oh, yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. I thought you were complimenting me, but no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping that you'll back up, but it is part question as well. Yeah. It is very difficult from going from one accent straight to the other. Oh, so, obviously... That's the, that's the trick, Richie, isn't it? The, the yeah. Doctor Who suffered because I was getting ready for the Hardy, I guess, then. Oh, I see, that was that was your big finish. Yes, <laughs> that was what you were... That was what you... Everything else... Towards. Everything else was secondary, sure. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. David, let's talk about the podcast. So tell us a little yeah. bit about this podcast. Where did this idea come from? That's a very good question. I'm not entirely sure myself. I feel like it all happened a bit by accident. I was away from home for a bit, so I, I, I was listening to quite a lot of podcasts because I had a bit more time uh, than one has at home. And I just thought, I love a podcast. I love that sort of curating your own radio, you know, that, yeah. that sense that you can find out things that are very, really quite specifically of interest to you. Anyway, my agent Sarah is a massive podcast fan and suddenly I was in a meeting with all these people going, yeah, we can do this, what do you want to do? Who's going to be on it with you? And I was like, well, uh, uh, yeah, uh, maybe where's the idea? probably she can do it, yeah. she'll do it if I call her up. Uh, Jodie Whittaker, well, I'd love to talk to Jodie Whittaker about, uh, I don't know. And suddenly it just kind of happened and I, I, uh, 
it happened to me, rather. So let's just get this straight. It's, it's called David Tennant Does a Podcast With. Yes, inventively titled. I love that. a long time. <laughs> That's what it did, says on the tin. actually did take us a really long time <laughs> to come up with that. But um, where, where do you record these things? Are you sat by a roaring fire? Are you in a cafe? Or Mostly what? we're in a studio. Uh-huh. There's a studio we can use in London. We've got one in New York, one in LA. That sounds very posh. Check him out. <laughs> and uh, on, on other occasions we've gone to people. We sat by Ian McKellen's uh, living room window with the, uh, the Thames outside. Sounds very nice to hear that lapping. That's Wasted amazing. In a podcast, though, really, isn't it? That. What do you mean? The very fact that you've got the Thames lapping outside. Yeah. No one can see that. You can hear it, though. Can you? It's an audio picture. You can. So in we're the, literally sitting by the Thames, and you can hear it. The Ian McKellen podcast. I will hear you the, will Thames. Hear the Thames. Thames yeah. All right. I retract my comments. Yeah, thank you, Richie. Get back, back to, in your box. Yeah. Get back to us <laughs> on that, will you? Hey. <laughs> But it's worked already, isn't it? Because I, I was on the, the Sky News website the other day mm. and uh, there's a story about uh, Olivia Coleman uh, correcting uh, Wikipedia with oh, uh, yeah. uh, an yeah. age of birthday. So I start reading down and two paragraphs into this Sky News article, it says, Olivia Coleman, who was speaking to David Tennant, is I'm thinking, blimey, this is this really... Making the news. This is, this is setting the news agenda. Now. Yeah, You're getting yeah, traction, yeah. David. Yeah. You're getting traction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we might have a few of them coming up. Like I say, I'm not interested in getting people to tell dark secrets they wouldn't want to share. But I think, you know, there's always things that people haven't said elsewhere that, that might come up. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Would you ever want to interview someone that you didn't necessarily like or were fond of? Ah, that's very interesting, because I've not done that yet. What I've always been thinking about is a terribly low concept. I, I'm only really interested in doing it if it's completely on my terms, if I have fun doing it, because <laughs> it is a sort of, it's a side project. It's not my day job. So I feel liberated to then just go, well, this is just the way I'm going to do it. I'm not interested in in tricking anyone. Or What I like with podcasts is those the free-form thing, which allows things to be quite relaxed and allows yeah. people to kind of go places they wouldn't necessarily go. So that's what it's about. So Olivia Cohen was the first one, yes. uh, and they're coming out once a week. That's right. Who is still to come? Whoopi Goldberg is wow. next. Yeah, cool. and then, That wasn't done in a London studio. That wasn't. That Couldn't was, hear the Thames <laughs> in the background <laughs> of that no, one. No, <laughs> no. And then Jodie Whittaker, Gordon Brown I interviewed. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's an interesting one, because I would like... Uh, you were saying it would be interesting to do a politician that I wouldn't necessarily vote for. That <laughs> might be an interesting one. I yeah. thought about that, but... It, uh, Theresa May's busy, unfortunately. She's got a lot on her plate at the moment, yeah. I think. Maybe when she's less busy, which can't come a day soon enough. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, that would be interesting. So, I mean, you mentioned talking about your day job. You never had a thing, oh, I want to try and do something different, or no. throughout your career you've always wanted to do that? I have, yeah, this is it. This is me wanting to try something different, have a little uh, d- uh, experiment doing a different job. If you weren't doing acting uh, in a parallel universe, yeah. what do you think you might be doing? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> I mean, I really. And you I got still any transferable skills? Transferable no, skills? Zero. You must have. Z- zilch. Nothing. Lo- local handyman. DIY. What's your DIY? I'd be terrible. I'd be really? Terrible. We all have something, surely, in your head. You, well, you, what's yours, Richie? Well, no, I, I dark, dark I, thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. I was in a taxi last night, bloke driving me home from the train station, and he said he got a degree, but just enjoyed driving a taxi. And I've always kind of thought, as long as I had a decent taxi, right. once radio phones, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to drive a crap car. Okay, right? fair enough. He was in a Merc. Right. He was. It was a good taxi. Fine. Yeah. Was it clean? It was clean. Yeah, but wouldn't you be annoyed that all these? 
humans were getting in your car and messing it up? I, I think it's a symbiotic relationship between the taxi driver well, and the passenger. Yeah, is, depending on what they leave in the back seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you get in a Merc, you're going to treat it nicer than if you're getting in an Almira or something, I reckon. Maybe, but there'll still be the person that brings their stinking dinner in. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is... Is this the car you were sleeping in when you were picking your kids up? I think I would enjoy happily... Once I, would yeah. you be relaxed? Or be like, don't drop chilli sauce on my leather! <laughs> Once radio folds, and it will at some point, I don't know how I've carried this charade for so yeah, long. It's going to happen quicker than you think, mate. <laughs> you can kind of thought about it a lot. There must be something that you kind of think, OK, acting's been really, really good to me, Yeah. but if there's a second career, I reckon I'd have a crack at that. Yeah. There isn't anything for I, you, I don't, I don't believe know what, that. I don't know what it would be. I don't know what it would be. Because yeah. without blowing smoke so up your backside, you are one of the more normal people that we have come in here. To the extent, <laughs> to, the, no, no, to the extent that, I, for, for one of your appearances here, yeah. I drove you in in my polo. You I can't did, think of a single right. other oh, I person. I forgot about that. It was nice. And there was no fouling charge there, going back to the <laughs> no, exactly, from earlier on. Yeah. That was no. the first time I kind of thought I could no, do but this but I'm aware. I've got a, a very high Uber rating, I'd like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Monday, and that is Blur Coffee and TV, and before that, the brand new one off of Mumford and Sons. Uh, now, David, we have created a task force on the show called the British Transport Social Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've even had some badges made up. Uh, this task force puts right all the wrongs on trains and buses and that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're also creating a constitution for this, David. So anything like you know cutting your fingernails or putting your feet on the seat in front, they're all banned. What rules would you like to see come up in our constitution? Don't look at me. Just don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Yeah. I would guess public transport-wise, though, for you, if we're thinking about it, the most public tra- transport that you must frequent these days would be a plane. I'm on the tube all the time. Are you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's quite taken aback yeah, by that comment, Richard. Yeah, yeah. You are on the tube yeah, well, all the time. Well, you're not picking me up anymore, so... <laughs> <laughs> Is it like that scene in The Darkest Hour where Winston Churchill has to go on the tube and meets everybody? Uh, no, I try... I'm very much in disguise. I very much... I look at my feet. <laughs> I don't look up. Yeah. So you're a tube, a regular tube user? Yeah, I am, yeah. I'm and, anything on there that you see that you just think, oh, I don't like this, don't like what you're doing When here. people look at me. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone, I mean, if you go... You, you, there are hours of the day you've got to avoid because it's just... The way one is forced to behave yeah. during rush hour is utterly inhuman and you wouldn't put up with it in any other walk of life. Yeah. Your face in somebody's armpit. I mean, actually, within it. I, I do this thing now where I, I hold people's elbows to edge them out of my way if they're slowing sure, down. Sure, sure. What's happened to me? People who, who are walking along and stop in front of me, they just stop. Stop? Oh, come on. That's because yeah. they've put the tube map at the bottom of the escalators so people stop yeah, when they get off. Do yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That's a violation. Use your badge. I will. Yeah. I just show it to them. Just show it. I poke them with this pen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take the badge off him if it's going to get dangerous. Uh, We've got some Fatboy Slim and the Jam next, and we will talk about Doctor Who. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Fatboy Slim praise you on Absolute Radio. He's playing the Isle of Wight Festival. You can head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets to get yours and we'll see you there. Uh, now, David, we couldn't have you on and not discuss Doctor Who. Is it scary being part of a huge show like that with the fans and conventions and all that kind of stuff? Um, It's scary before it comes out because you're terrified that they will 
deem you not to be worthy of the franchise and okay. therefore you must be punished. <laughs> uh, that's the scary bit. And also, well, for Doctor Who, of course, because I was one of those fans, I grew yeah. up loving that show. So then I got very, very scared before my first one came out that I would in some way break it and be held responsible for the death of something that my eight-year-old... My eight-year-old self would have hated me so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you do feel the weight of that responsibility. In just, some respect, then, when you do the episode with Jodie in the podcast, is yes. that a, that's something that could even turn into a therapy session for both of you? Oh, it does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, he's quite a small self-help group. Yeah. You know, it's a Doctor Who's a particular thing. It has a It gets a particular type of enthusiasm and attention that isn't really, like anything else yeah because it's cross-generational because it's because people have grown up with it so even people who don't watch the show feel very protective of the show and there are only well there's only 13 of us mm. uh, who've who've experienced what that is and three of them are no longer with us so that is it's quite a particular thing and and there is a there is a, an element of a kind of mm. self-help group between us you it know. used to absolutely scare the bejesus out of me yeah. when I was a kid. It really, so it really was. The, the Cybermen and all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Little robot dog. Yeah, not was, so scary. K9. I didn't, I didn't like the look of him either. Something about him. Really? Yes. He's a very nervous child. Oh, yeah, quite nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and get inside my head, David. Okay. I've heard the podcast. <laughs> but no, I, so I, I would love, love to make a, a comeback and, and, and watch Doctor Who. Like, is there anything I need to read to kind of get into it or anything, the basics I need to know? Why, why are you not into it anymore? <laughs> well, I so, this is Probably. a very risky line of yeah. questioning. I've not watched it since it scared me as a child. So I've been reluctant to go back to it because it did actually give me nightmares wow. as a kid. So is it a little so less you, scary you now? No idea who I am. I'm a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, why I have to do the impression. Yeah, I see. That's the guy. Oh, the leprechaun. The oh, yeah, leprechaun yeah, yeah. fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, while you backtrack, let's get some Kasabian on. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Monday. David Tennant is here. It's nearly time to go. Well, before we let you go, I'm going to be listening to the podcast. And if I hear this next thing come across into the podcast, I'll know exactly where it's come okay, from. Okay, there's a trademark. <laughs> is this a game? No, it's a... not a game at all. It's not a game at all. Okay. It's something a little bit old school that Andy and I okay. uh, remember from our youths. Right. Um, and we're trying to uh, introduce into the world of radio, and that is uh, the concept of the visitor's book. Oh! So, uh, obviously, uh, when you were going on holiday with your parents, you'd yeah, sign the visitor's yeah, yeah, book yeah. after staying in the B&B. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's what we're doing with our interviews at the moment. Right. Uh, so we'd like to invite you to... a visual idea for radio. <laughs> it really works. They really get into it, David, I tell you. Uh, so you can join the likes of uh, Bill Bailey and okay. uh, Paul McKenna and uh, Joe Lysett and Gerard Butler. Is it really Paul McKenna or did he just convince you it was? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, like what Joe Lysett has done, actually write your address. But I will let you use my fountain pen. He lives pen. in Birmingham. <laughs> so yeah. to, don't read any more than that. <laughs> 742. David. <laughs> Oh, no, he's made that up. Look at that. That's not a real no, place. We, I absolutely Google promise it. you, we've Googled it. That is where he lives. Yeah. Oh, it's so tempting to say it out loud, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it really is. The yeah. man is one big security breach. What yeah. a lovely guy, John. <laughs> yeah. We do find it does actually give quite a slow pace to the end of the interview. We're well, working on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just got it a mortgage with us. It's a bit quiet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the comments bit is also quite awkward if they slag you off right at the end. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't normally have the hotelier stood over you whilst you're doing the review, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, David Tennant David Tennant does a podcast with. Check it out now. Thank you so much for coming to Absolute Radio. Thanks for having me. He's written thanks for the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. 
Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. I must have a tip. I must have a tip. Okay, here we go. I must have a tip. Um, so we started today's podcast with a tip. Uh, do you want to end with one? I must. I must have one tip. Must th- one thing I can share with people. I can't think of anything off the top of your head. Genuinely, and it's not even about phones. It can be anything. I can't, I can't think of anything. Uh, I can't you... share one bit of information that's going to help our listeners' lives. Travelling abroad. Just get there early. Don't miss your flight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, computer games. Uh, always save incrementally. You never don't leave it a long time without saving. But still, it's not really a it's not, a tip. not really a good tip, is it at all? Uh, drawing. Lots of pens. Well, I don't know. I've got. I've got any t- I can't believe I haven't got any tips. Cooking, cooking. You must have a. Everyone has a tip from the kitchen. I don't. To, I don't. To zhuzh up a dish. I don't. I, ge- I genuinely don't. I haven't got anything. I, I've somewhere in the back of my mind something's telling me that vinegar is good for cleaning, and that's literally it. <laughs> Literally, it. <laughs> Do you know what I feel? Really I feel sorry. for you because listeners could take from this podcast that you're dull down the pub. He's good to drink with. Thanks very much. <laughs> Just don't ask me for a tip. <laughs> Is Bill Bailey? <laughs>